0: Good morning and welcome to the Sacred Spiral. This is your host, Deanna Sullivan. I am also known as the Sensitive Sage in some online and ultra-secret mysterious circles. Um, this morning, I am super excited that I'll be able to share some more details about the Sacred Union Intimacy Retreat. Um, after experiencing Sedona, and, uh, recognizing the depth and the quickness of, um, shifts that can happen there. Uh, I know that all of us that came on the, um, vision quest retreat earlier in February came away, uh, forever changed naturally. Um, so, I recognized when I was in Sedona, as often happens when you're in a beautiful place with a bunch of people that you know and that you love, but that are not your immediate circle or immediate family, you start thinking about bringing your family, bringing your lover, bringing your partner, um, the beautiful painted red rocks, the the, everything that you're looking at, I mean, truly a feast for the eyes and for the soul and for the heart when I recognized that, I saw a tremendous opportunity. So many of us in relationships right now are in a space where we need to find balance around technology, we need to recreate this, this best way to move forward in our lives mindfully as we are moving through 2021 and 2022. We went through this sort of collective trauma with the pandemic and many of us are feeling very starved for interaction and social intimacy, even if it's not deep intimacy, just being around people that you know want the best for you. You know that when you are winning, they're cheering for you and when they're winning, you're cheering for them, you know, people that are on your team. I have been working with um, a few married couples, a few um, girlfriend-boyfriend combos in the intuitive energy healing world, and there's been some really deep, powerful work and some patterns that I recognized that could really use some light being shed on them. And then also realizing that in my own relationship, in my own, what I am calling spirit, heart, Eros, liberation, um, recognizing that the work that Reed and I have done, uh, not only has it saved our marriage, but that it's brought us into more sovereignty than we ever dreamed imaginable. Um, watching Reed evolve and open and, um, really recognize himself. Um, certainly he would never use the term sensitive man, but I am using the term sensitive to mean somebody who is mindful of the energy in the space and of their, of the people around them. Someone who is, um, you know aware when something's going on with you or something is off or things like that and doing this work together has really helped to open up Reed's spiritual gifts um, and it's been just an incredible journey so I wanted to talk a little bit about that journey um, as many of you know, I'm very candid and open with my story um, on reed in my first date we went and had coffee and we were in midtown reed had not been to midtown too often and i'm obsessed with trees and the coffee shop was packed and so i was like let's just go you know my, my one of my favorite trees is near here let's go walk over there and um, sit by it and hug it and stuff so i was very committed to staying my um my maximum weird self even though that's not even weird but that barely scratches the surface of weird with me. But um, from the very beginning, I was very open with Reed about my story, about my sobriety, about being very nervous about being on a date with somebody who wasn't sober and hadn't been in the recovery community because I was so steeped in that language at that point and that, you know, really wanting to be deep in the recovery world because I. felt like I I could not afford to get too far away from that. I really needed to stay soaked in that safe space or what for me was a safe space and for some people is a safe space. So I recognized that when I was able to share those stories with Reed from my life early on and granted I do firmly believe that our stories are earned. They are not freely given and Reed and I had been just talking and talking and writing. And, um, I was really looking forward to meeting him because at this point I was no longer like, I'm not going to invest any time in this. Like, let's just meet up for coffee. And, and that's like as soon as possible. And that's that, but I never did that with anyone, but Reed. Um, so I guess it worked out. (laughs) Um, but just like, you know, it takes two seconds to know if the energy is working or not and how to tune into that. Right. So kind of starting to get this idea of where are you and your partner intuitively with yourselves, with the universe, with each other, certainly, but also within yourself, because, um, Sometimes it can be easy to see things about others and not ourselves. Sometimes when we are enlisting a partner or choosing a partner for life, we or or even for life for like this next bit of life, we are choosing a sacred witness to our lives. Someone is getting to watch us bloom and watch us blossom, and that is a great fucking honor. That is a great honor to be close to your blooming, you know? Uh for me, I um. really wanted to know about Reed's past and the context of where he's coming from in his life. Um, you know, he was just out of a, a relationship. And when you're in those situations, for me, it is all case by case. I used to be the kind of person that is like, you can never break up and get back together. You can never do this thing. You can never do that. You can never, if somebody lies, it's over, blah, 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 blah. And now I see that there is so much grace because, um, you know, we're all human. We are all human. And finding out how to love one another and what is the best way to love one another um, and how to really open up in these ways. I'm really excited about bringing balance to your lives this week, should you choose to attend specifically having those times to... For me, I will sometimes just keep my phone in airplane mode because I want to be able to have, like, I want to be able to use the camera and I don't want to have any type of um, notifications or social distractions. So, what's happening with the internet uh, and with different factions of the internet and different consciousnesses on the internet, they're all like creating their bubbles, right? And these bubbles have their own, like, magnetism or magnetic qualities. Um, and so as we find these things, um, you know, for some people, it is Fox News and CNN. For other people, it may be Reddit. For other people, it may be something else, some twin flame ascension community. There's a million different things. It might be a Joe Rogan podcast and like his crew of people, Russell Brand, all of that stuff. But recognizing that these, um, that these types of communities are actually like creating their, their own consciousness. So that being said, a lot of us don't realize when we're being drawn or kind of like reeled into that consciousness. And then some of us do, and we don't care because we want to be entertained. Our phone is our toy, essentially. And the problem with our toy is that we can't put, or many people don't put their toy away. Their toy is, it's it's not this out of sight, out of mind, because it has these different forms of magnetic consciousness, like pulling you through there the phone the phone is a portal absolutely so just recognizing like you want to be the boss of the portal you don't want the portal to be the boss of you and there is an absolute shift when we move into sovereignty and in our relationships learning how i need to be loved and learning how i need to love myself so helps read love me so helps my partner I mean, recognizing that Reed truly cannot read my mind and really, for the most part, wants to do anything to make our lives flow smoothly and for me to be happy and Eden to be happy and him to be happy and, you know, our families to be living in joyful abundance, right? So, recognizing that the more that I can help Reed out by kind of sorting through what's going on with me, it doesn't even have to be verbal, you know. I am a very verbal processor and read takes time. He takes, I, I will come to him. Well, usually like the most recent time I wrote out a note on my phone because I've been feeling, especially with all of this Pisces energy, like everything is very like floaty and wishy-washy and like needing to find, needing to find, um, find some weight, find some, some substance to bring it to earth. So, I wrote out a, a note, and that way I was able to really see what I wanted to say. And then when I was able to see read, I was able to like look him in the eye and read this to him and kind of like make eye contact and use my vocal inflection. But really being intentional with our words. We are in a time where the airwaves are being filled with... Uh, everything you can imagine so for me to add to what is being said I want to be sure that it is of value that it is of service that it is poignant and direct so I want especially when I talk to my partner when I talk to you I want to know that I'm giving you something that I feel like um, is worth disturbing your silence for and I believe that silence is sacred so I want to allow us, us to explore silence, meditative walking, how to be together without talking, how to do a little bit of eye-gazing meditation, um, how to ask for help. Like we will be doing some cooking and things like that. And a lot of people want to do this by themselves because they are not necessarily wanting to take on the challenge of communicating in the kitchen and like really figuring out how to uh, open up and share with share life with one another. Um, our lives are, as as we um, are having these different portals pop into our lives, the amount of physical people is rapidly diminishing, especially given the time that we live in. So making priority for intimacy, making priority for these places and times and sacred spaces where you are calling your life into divine alignment with the absolute truth of who you are, the part of you that knows where you came from, the part of you that knows where you will return to, the part of you that knows what needs to happen in these moments with your partner, with your loved one, with this this person that you share life with by choice. And even just agreeing and knowing that you want to come on this trip is showing your partner that you, that, that connection and that depth of connection really matters to you. And when I think about the relationships that I have experienced where that was not on the table or present. I now see that it is so so necessary, and also in these mindful relationships, in these intentional relationships to have that um, that camaraderie and also learning to build sacred brotherhood because we are in a crisis of initiation with our men in the West, you know, we went from having these, always the initiation at 13 years old. And now, uh, in this current Western culture, there's no, there's no coming of age. There's this like dissolution that happens, um, that feels very uh, unfair to, um, to our young people. So how to find independence, how to find, um, liberation, right? Spirit, heart, eros, liberation, how to open. For me, I had to really, we had, Reed and I had to talk about past sexual issues, about past, um, I mean, really get into it, get into it with our past, because I knew that I had not had a relationship with, um, well i mean certainly longevity but recognizing that i wanted to do things differently and really wanting to like stay open about every part of our marriage and talk about everything um i think that reed was totally taken off guard by that but also really um relieved because we um so i know that many people were wanting to know a little bit more details about the retreat and i wanted to just share that um As we are going, there's definitely going to be, um, I, I will be sharing and opening and teaching about erotic energy and how to, how to open up and begin difficult conversations around intimacy, um, all sorts of intimacy, not just, not just strictly, um, physically relating to one another. And I think that that's what so many of us are craving is mentally relating to one another, emotionally relating to one another spiritually relating to one another we are in this you know crazy earth school this dream within a dream and how to find the poetry how to find this that gentle breeze moving through the trees that is also moving through us how do we stay in that space of being a part of nature uh, instead of being apart from nature finding that longing and belonging um one of my guides, one of my favorite teachers, beautiful poet, John O'Donoghue, many of his works are about that dance between longing and belonging. Um, that sense of like wanting to belong, that masculine aspect, that drive, that young force, like pushing, like uh, craving. And then the other side that's like, yes, I accept it all. I receive it all. That, that feminine softening, opening, releasing, relaxing, For any of you who have have given birth or have been near birth processes, you are probably very aware. And that's why this natural birth movement and reclaiming birth is so important because women being between realms have to be protected. They need to know that there is a safe, that they are protected in going between these realms we are able to heal one another. We are able to heal one another sexually. We are able to heal one another with, uh, even intimately relating to one another, um, through, through eye contact, even through hand holding, through practicing, receiving, and giving touch to one another, um, even, and absolutely non-sexual, loving touch. It's so important to have a balance for uh, one partner to not feel like they're only being touched as a means to um, orgasm. So, um, just learning those dynamics, and also learning how to like sort through that stuff. Because I now know we uh, Reed and I are coming up on uh, four years of marriage, five years of being together, that. The talks that we've had, the paradigm shifts that we have come to, the big reveals that we've gone through, uh, there has been a breakup. There's been a near divorce. There's been uh, there's been a lot of of things that brought us to turning points that created conversations that we realized that oh my gosh, that conversation has completely changed the culture of our relationship. Whereas before, Reed would feel um, because of of issues with my, you know, as me being adult child of an addict, me having these major triggers around certain behaviors uh, that I would notice and read. And then when I was able to tell him some of the stories about things that had happened to me, he felt so terrible because he felt like all of the pain that I experienced from my dad and how to really move into that and be like, No, like you are my lover like you are my lover this trigger thing is just this trigger thing this is not you this is like a deep well of pain within me and having your partner being able to access that is something that can really be worked with and learning how to like truly be on each other's team in a way that probably much deeper than most of us have ever experienced before and how to to deepen that connection to where you want, you want spirit, heart, eros, liberation for your partner, for yourself. You want that freedom to be who you are in your life with your partner, without, um, without this sense of, uh, of rigidity. And I'm not talking about polyamory or, uh, anything of that sort. I'm talking about, um, really Empowering your partner to see them bloom and not just move them in, not just see them as the roles that they play in your life. Um, which, when we are spending an hour or, you know, between five and 10 hours together a week, it can be difficult. It can be difficult to not be on autopilot. So, how to find that space, how to create these check in moments with our uh, lover, with our partner, and also. Um, there are times when we need we one of us, one or both of us may need seasons of celibacy, um, even personal celibacy in the winter and when healing sexual trauma. So as we get deeper into this work, those of us who have had sexual trauma uh, in the past, I know my experience is that as I get deeper into the inner child work, there are these seasons where I need to be with that innocence. And to be able to share that with my partner that I love you and you're sexy and I want you and I love you so much. And right now there's a part of me inside who is very young and needs me to stay with her and can't relate in that way. Now, usually for me, this is something that is like maybe like two weeks, right? It's it it's um just knowing and showing my inner child that i'm able to stay with her in that way makes it to where when i do relate sexually with my husband then i can soften and open more because i don't have this part of me that is terrified and bracing and scared you know um And how to truly have love and compassion for that part of me. Um, Reed and I have cried together for that part of me. Um, He has been able to see her, you know. So recognizing that this work is fucking holy and sacred. And um, moving into the personal retreats, like talking about the how to do this personal work that there is absolutely a way to work to activate this within yourself, and I am very lucky that the work that I had done prior to meeting Reed, that due to his his Pisces moon and rising, his mystical depths, that he really like had room for it all. I often joke that uh, I do yoga, and Reed is yoga. He is so, so very zen in that way. And I know that not all of our partners are like that, but I know also that being in a space of sacred sisterhood, sacred brotherhood, sacred community that we will be creating in these retreats that finding other expressions of the divine masculine and how to empower that and bring that out in one another. Um, and also ways to find those energetic polarities. For example, like if you're, if, if, um, if you're the, the more masculine energy in the relationship and you're feeling very passive, like how to build that fire within you, uh, since Reed is so watery, he really has to work out as often as possible and finding that journey and that discipline for both of us, finding how to get off the snuggle butt on the couch and actually do some shit, um, figuring out that that's really important. So with that, I believe I will let you all go. Um, I'm going to be... Posting opening uh, registration today. There has been a soft opening that I posted on the um, original retreat post, but now it is going live today at ten twenty-two a.m. Central Standard Time for astrological reasons that you may not know, but it's going to be a good time. So, um, for the couples retreat, the deposit is one thousand. The total for the whole trip is so it's 1000 per person and 1000 down payment and then 1000 within 90 days and then for the singles or a solo intimacy retreat that is going to just be 1000 um there will be different options and tweaks um to this as we uh as I kind of dive into to lodging uh, and those will be updated and I'll be discussing with all of you who are attending and who are interested. Um, so um, the $1,000 covers all yoga, all ritual. Uh, the trip to the we will be taking a trip to the Grand Canyon one day, um, so that'll cover that. It will cover shared transportation for um, all of us, if you would rather have your own rental car, the thousand dollars doesn't cover that, but your, your $1,000 does cover like shared transportation. We will be renting a couple of SUVs and, uh, taking, taking them from Phoenix to, to the beautiful red rocks of Sedona, um, it's pretty cool to have that transition from airport driving out through the saguaro uh, desert um, up on the high plains. The elevation is incredible, incredible for especially for us sensitive souls being uh, at that at that high. I think that uh, Sedona is it, is at 4,800. It feels so good. The uh, density of the air of the the atmosphere is so much lighter um, that it also just gives access to a ty- entirely different part of yourself. And meditation, because of that, is very different. So I'm so excited to share this with you. I'm going to be doing my best to stay to stay visible uh, in terms of. Uh, letting you know who I am and and what is coming up and continuing to flesh out those details uh, as I'm writing the modules um, for the couples retreat. But there will be tons of time. It's your vacation, so you guys can opt out of anything you want to. You can opt into anything you want to. Um, There will be hikes to the vortexes. There will be writing involved, uh, writing and some shadow work. Um, nobody has to share anything. There is no mandatory, um, mandatory you have to talk situation. Um, but really wanting to, uh, give deeper access to parts of ourselves and to give tools to everyone that will serve them well, hopefully for the rest of, um, your lives. So, Okay, wait a second. I think I wanted to make sure that I told you everything about what the thousand dollars covers. Okay, the thousand dollars covers transportation, lodging in Sedona, all yoga, all ritual, trip to the Grand Canyon, um, and then the uh, it covers like our like the car admission to any of the parks. So you, all of the parks in Arizona cost some money because they are beautiful and are have to be upkept. Um, so we will be cooking together and maybe eating a few meals out. We kind of like take the temperature of how everyone feels. We cooked every meal, of course, living in the time of Corona, uh, which was so lovely to um, all cook together and to to find that community and made me really realize how much I'd been missing that like family environment of everybody kind of having a job in the kitchen or, you know, um, Just a lively, a lively home feels good. Even if everybody's curled up with a book, it just felt so good to be in a space with others. You know, that intimacy doesn't even have to involve words, and that is so.